Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Hey. You thinking about doing steroids? Yeah, no. If there's a drug that will uh, make other things like muscly get big, oh, I'll take that in a second. Dave and Mahoney. It has nothing yep. to do with you ladies. You guys are seem fine even yep. with Yo, the no. most man, We got thing. workouts too. We got Kegels. No, I, that, yeah, you can actually do a workout. Don't matter do how many right push-ups now, I do. One, two, three, four. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So this is wild if it is true. Uh, There is a new lawsuit. It's a class action lawsuit. It alleges that DoorDash charges iPhone users more than Android users by using misleading and fraudulent uh, tactics to charge the users. I mean, I believe it that there's probably, if you're using Apple Pay to pay, that they're probably including that, so that may bump up the price. I do believe that is a real thing. And, I mean, this could easily be solved if Android users just weren't so dumb and poor. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there's the stigma right there that we are creating. Elitist Apple users and the poor Androids. And somebody with an Android right now is going to jump off a cliff (laughs) because of UD. The uh, the lawsuit says that one uh, one way is through the app's extended range delivery fee. So there was tests that were done. And, I mean, they're confident enough to file a class action lawsuit. So, again, whether or not this is true or not, uh, we'll have to Suss this out if, through the court of law. but If yeah. you're an Android user, you're laughing at us all the way through the bank. But, Audrey, can we just talk about Apple Pay for one quick moment Best here? thing ever. Or is it the worst thing ever? Um, I think that I would like to stick with my original answer. It's the best thing ever because I also really enjoy purchasing things. So it is good I, How many things me. do we buy that we wouldn't have bought if we had to get up to go get our damn credit card? From the from the counter in the oh, kitchen or something. I've done that before, where I've been making a purchase on my phone and then my card isn't entered or I got a new one or something. And it's all the way up. Too much. And I'm like, no, nope, this purchase is not happening. Yeah. You don't have your card number memorized. I certainly do not. Mm, yeah, me either. I, I actually do have one of my card numbers. You do? Yeah. yeah. I mean, people who What's have yours? the ability to memorize your card number is really impressive. Like, I mean, I feel like that's how people used to do it back in the day. So I mean, didn't we have used to, like, to, I used to have a whole the, bank of phone numbers. I still remember, like, phone numbers from my youth, like my friends' phone numbers and stuff, and my home phone number. Do you guys remember your home phone I know number? my home sure. phone number, yeah. and I know my best friend's phone number, but outside of that, that's like, it. that's pretty much it at this do point. Do you currently know your wife's phone number by heart? No way, oh, Mahoney. You've been no. together for so no, long. I don't. You're oh, joking. No. I know the last four. <laughs> the last four. I've only been with my boyfriend for almost a year, like in just a few days, and he told me he didn't know mine. I was in tears. You were offended? I was so bad. I was like, we've been together a year, and you haven't taken the time She's the number to one my and phone only number? person in my favorites. Like, that takes precedent. What like, if you lose your phone? Well, then we're never talking again. <laughs> That's it. That is the end. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So I have a serious question for you guys. Out of all of the animals in this world, and, well, let's let's narrow it down. Out of all of the animals that live in the United States of America, which one would you least like to be surprised by? I mean, a surprise grizzly bear would probably be one of the uh, top of my list. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, you know, a mysterious moose appears. A mysterious moose. Yeah. Because they're always so conniving, mm-hmm. those mysterious moose. Um, what about alligators? Uh, you know, I feel like waters. if water's involved, you know, I feel like I kind of knew that, no, that's coming. You know, I'm, I'm thinking more of 
you know, where I'm just hanging out at my house. Or but that's on- the thing is that alligators aren't just water-based creatures. They also can get out of the water, which is what leads us They're to the story. Walk up concrete, man. That concrete's hot. Are you saying the, that there's the, no like city? There's no New York City. Yeah, there's no there's alligators. no suburban alligators. Yeah, not suburban thugging out here. They're absolutely yeah, in the water. People put them in the water, which is messed up. Do you, do you not remember when we lived in Houston? The alligators. Yeah, that was at the golf course. I'm no, talking no, about no, no, like no. I'm talking. I'm protected by walk, asphalt. Walking down the street in that neighborhood, it was after the hurricane, so maybe that had something to do with it. But uh, this is another story from Houston. The Houston man said that he saw. I mean, this thing is big. An 11-foot beast just after midnight, and he spotted the gator when he was returning from work. But this thing was on the asphalt. They had to come out, the trappers did, and wrangle this thing. 1,200 pounds. That is a big old gator, Dave. They they said they had to load it onto the back of a flatbed truck after it put up, quote, quite a fight. The estimated gator's age... 85 years old. I mean, so you that know thing's damn near Yay. dinosaur. You know he is a cranky old man at 85 years old. But again, uh, the, the quote that got me from this is, I didn't notice the alligator there. He's just walking into his apartment after work until I saw his eyes. <gasps> oh, which is scary. But that's not the only alligator story that I have for you today. We have Great. multiple. There is another one in this you one. Are, are you, you've been aggregating alligator <laughs> stories, Dave? I, absolutely. I'm, I'm an alligator aggregator. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. An aggregator. You're an alligator aggregator agitator. That's right. Uh, this 23-year-old man went out to uh, went out to a bar in Port Charlotte, Florida. What an idiot. And he... <laughs> that's what you get. That's your first yeah, mistake. Man. That's your first well, mistake. And, and the bar is called Bandito's Bar. Which oh, I, you're, going, you're going there to get rowdy. Should have just drank a home. Oh, dude, take all the shooters at Bandito's. <laughs> yeah. uh, unfortunately for this young fella at 23 years old, uh, Bandito's Bar is located next to a pond. And another bar patron said that he heard a man screaming from the pond and went outside and was looking for him in the early morning darkness. And he ran and dragged him up onto the sand because yeah, there's actually a quote in the story. He's like, I wasn't going to go into the water because I was scared. But like once the guy managed to get his way up to the shore, then he like pulled him, him out, in. Because right? I, yeah, I don't know if I would be like, I'm going to go dive. pulled under and it's dark and it's a pond. I'm like, hey, bro. I mean, we're here at Bandito's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you a rope or something, but I don't know about jumping in. So this was another huge alligator, a 10 and a half foot alligator. Uh, and the reason they know that is because they had to remove it from the property because it bit this dude's arm off. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, he lost an arm. Hopefully, what his like his shot taking arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're worried about. Can I still take shots at Bandito's? <laughs> now I don't know exactly what transpired between the "Hey, I'm having a good time at Bandito's" and "I'm gonna go swimming in this pond," or maybe he was out back having a smoke or something like that. And then the gator. Uh-huh. Oh my but gosh. Again, Nobody likes a surprise alligator. I mean, like you know, at least he could get uh, you know. Uh, he- at least he can go as Chubbs from Happy Gilmore for oh, Halloween man. now. He can. That's a, a nice silver lining. Yep. He's going to have to practice writing. <laughs> Other things. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Would you rather know all the languages in the world or know how to play every instrument? Message deleted. For me, that's a pretty easy answer. I would definitely choose all of the instruments, mostly because I don't want to talk to more people. Uh, and if you're able to play every single instrument in the entire world, then you don't have to know all the languages. Nah, people will man. come to you. I, I'm going to take the other side of this because, you know, I stick out like a sore thumb everywhere that's not like America. Dude, it, or it, it, Canada. It, it would be disconcerting if you, all of a sudden you started fluently speaking Mandarin, Arabic, all of that. Like, Can you well, imagine I, if I would only just started busting out Japanese. No, dude, but like, you know what? what? I happening? feel like that would be if you were single, Mahoney, the best and easiest way just to swoon anyone. Like, if you just had somebody who was sitting next to you and you just wanted to have a conversation, and even if you were saying like. Peas, pots, and pans in, in French or something like that. And it was a beautiful, lovely lady beside you. I feel like no. you would just instantly swoon. It's yeah, like you're, no, you, you know what's better than that? Just all of a sudden playing piano. Mm, nah. Languages mean Bust, well, busting no. out violin. They both Hold are on, pretty me, smart. Like, I brought are pretty my harmonica things. with me. Let me just play you. All right, a John bit. Popper. Oh, That's right. Harmonica. I brought all my guns too. <laughs> yeah, John what, Popper has a lot of guns. What if you is didn't a, know. John Popper? For those of you that, that don't know, he's the the lead singer and harmonica player for Blues Traveler, and he's known for two things, which is quite the interesting mix: harmonicas. And firearms. I mean, it's kind of predestined. Those go hand in hand. Hold on. It's kind of it's yeah. kind of predestined. I mean, you know, they should. We should just call him uh, John uh, Popper Cap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. When does a nap become sleep? Three hours, four. Message deleted. Well, let's go to our nap expert on the show, Mahoney. How long does a nap have to be before it comes to sleep? Well, you and I were having some early afternoon meetings yesterday, Dave, and I sat down on my bed for a brief moment while I was listening to a podcast, and I slept for about three hours. That's a sleep. No. No, it was a, it was a solid a nap. No. It was a real so solid nap. So you're saying nap. that if you were to go to bed at 9 o'clock and wake up, Whatever that time would be. Oh boy! Three hours later. Math. What, what time? In eleven twelve. Okay, there we go. Granted, <laughs> oh, I think I slept. Uh, more. I, I didn't get a very good sleep last night, oh, so math is hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you got three hours of sleep, that would be a crappy sleep. But that's a sleep. That's not true. That's a great. That's nap. coming from a father who is trying to get sleep because you've got a lot of kids. So I can see that actually, you have worked that into your daily thought process. Anything that three hours is good sleep. An hour and a half is an, is a sleep. No, no, Dude, Dave. Yeah. Ninety minutes true. is not enough, and the like. Ninety minutes is the max. Twenty Otherwise, minute naps actually make me physically ill. Yep, I like I will up. wake up and I feel nauseous. Well, then yep. stop taking them. It's well, they're, well they're, if I'm they're interrupted. interrupted. Yep. What See? are you being interrupted by? What you? you? <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, I don't want to give you too much of a hard time here, but Audrey has brought her sweet little puppy in once again today, little Elmo, and Elmo has become a big star around the uh, the radio station. Everyone wants to come see Elmo and hold Elmo. And what kind of stuff. dog is she again, Audrey? Because she, she's tiny. Teacup Golden Doodle. And she's one of the cutest little dogs I've ever seen. So in my good life. too. I mean, she she's, doesn't bark. No. And she's pretty well behaved. She, she hasn't peed on anything. Nope. And, you know, just a just an overall pretty. Nice addition to the studios here each day. A mascot, if you will. You did say that uh, that she did get her shots yesterday, and because she's so teeny tiny, like she wasn't able to walk on one of her legs. Oh my gosh, it was a horrible. I'm anti-vaxxer now, man. Uh, that, that did it for you? Yeah. yeah. I was like, you make my daughter, she's my daughter, cry <laughs> like this. 
No more. <laughs> no, Dude, it, was, so, it was tough. It was really hard. How many, how because, many shots? Well, so the uh, it was a December Parbo, so uh-huh. it's one round, like one shot. Um, but she's so t- she's she all weighs pounds. maybe yeah. yeah, not even two pounds. Right, and so that's and the it lightest just made her real tender held. and tired. But so. she she was crying when she was getting them. Uh, well, no, so not during. It was like aftermath, so it was just making her arm really sore because again, she's only a pound. Yeah. So uh, you know, think about getting a flu shot in our arms, and we're you know. Grown adults, yeah, and you more get than sore and pound. tender, yeah. right? <laughs> a couple more Slightly. pounds. I was trying to do the general average of the show, but I, I, I large uh, and in that. charge. Yeah, I gave that up and just said adult size. But yeah, no. So I mean, we just get a little t- tender. But imagine being a pound and you know getting a, a shot, and it was it was tough. So, honest, I, so I remember the first time that my uh, wife and I took our our first daughter Sienna to go get her shots. And my wife, same thing, just was having such a hard time with it mm-hmm. because there's somebody making your baby cry. Why? And Aww. from that point on, my wife is like, can you please go to the pediatrician with the kids to get those initial shots because it's just so heartbreaking for her. And I made a deal with my wife. I said, I will take the kids to the pediatrician to get these shots on the first pass if you take our son to go get circumcised because uh, I do not want to be there for that. Like, that Oof. is tough for me. And she did. She we, that's, that's the deal that we made. I'm not a parent, and Mahoney, I don't know if you know the answer to this because you're a dude. I don't know. Is that a surgery? Like, do they put the babies? Like, I don't is really that know. a surgical I don't know. thing? I have no nah. idea. Or is it just like so. a like a lidocaine? It's a, it's a little, little clip. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But, so I understand that. That's got to be. You know, you, you feel those feelings. Yeah. So the the thing that just struck me when we're here in the studio with little Elmo is that Mahoney, shockingly, held her. On his own. I know. Reached down and picked her up. And I've got, Mahoney and I have been dear friends for 20 years. And he has never voluntarily picked up one of my children. Well, I mean, (laughs) Dave, your kids are cute. Best kids I know. I mean, only kids I know. But best kids I know. (laughs) I mean. You just don't want to touch them? Your kids can't compete with a golden doodle, miniature golden doodle. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, man. Oh. They're gonna adorable, <laughs> sweet little My children. They're going to be teenagers. They're going to hate me, you know. That's... I know. So take advantage now while they don't. They uh. love Uncle Mahoney. Not a single time in any of their lives. And Mahoney's had a seven and a half years he to pick your one up. son. Yeah, because it was threw, handed to they him. Threw, they threw him at me. I don't like holding babies. Yeah. I just don't. That's just not because, like, if I drop it, like, I'm not, like, a super coordinated person so what if i drop a baby then all i'm gonna oh, hear about so you don't you don't care about elmo you're willing to drop her is that she's what it not is a big wiggler i mean babies be wiggling she, she'll baby, la- she's like be wiggling. she'll land on she'll land she'll land on her feet you drop a baby <laughs> yeah you that's all i would hear about literally until like we can be business partners anymore or you would have to divorce your <laughs> wife one of those two yeah. things would have to happen because that's all i would hear about every and that's all you would hear about every time you and i were together no, that's true. Like, a- any time that the kid screwed up in life, I'm like, that's because you concussed her when she was a baby. Uh-huh. It's all your fault. Everything bad. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Ashley is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Ashley? I'm doing great. Excellent. I assume that you're a big fan of rock and roll, right? 
Absolutely. Well, so are these people, but they decided to take it a step further than you, Ashley. They actually wanted to prove it by covering some songs and uploading them to the internet. And some people took you know, a, a unique twist on these. Some are more popular than others, but I will say we don't even have any today, Mahoney, that are over 750 views. Wow, so, so a lot of really undiscovered talent that we're going to be featuring today here on Cover Your Ears, Dave. 30 seconds on the clock for the first one. Good luck. Here we go. All right, Ashley, that's 30 seconds right there. That one only has 135 views, believe it or not. Hard to hit that high range, man. And it it really is. is. It is. Uh, do you know the artist and the song for a full point, or do you need some help? Oh, I feel terrible. I need help on this one. Okay, do you want to tag in Mahoney or Audrey? Mm, let's go with Audrey. Okay. Oh, my favorite man in his favorite type pants, mm -hmm. Mr. Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin, rock and roll. That is correct. I, you know what? One. If I would have been a groupie back in the day, it would have been for him. I'm pretty sure. No, like, no, I would have uh, followed him to the end of the earth. No, no David Lee Roth, huh? Because he had it going on back in the day, too. Nope. It was, it's Robert Plant for it's me. She preferred yeah. tight jeans, I not tight spandex. Got it. Okay. So. Uh, here we go. Actually, you got a full point. Thanks to Audrey. She is burnt as a lifeline. Here we go on to number two. That's 30 seconds right there. I'm kind of offended that that's the most popular one on the list today at 743 views from Metal Man 8713. Hell yeah, Metal Man 8713. You keep rocking out, brother. Don't let anybody slow you down. Uh, Ashley, do you know that one? I believe I do. Okay. I believe that's Motley Crue, Girls, Girls, Girls. That is correct for a full point. Excellent. I hated the push of the of the the attempt of rock, yeah. the attempt of metal in his voice. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's Metal Man eight seven one three. Put some respect on his so name. So sorry, Mister Metal Man eight seven one three. Here we go on to number three. This is the least popular one of the day. Only seventy five views on this bad boy. And I made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. I'm just another heart in need of rescue. Waiting on love, sweet charity. And I'm gonna hold on for the rest of my days. Cause I know what it means to walk along the lonely street of dreams. Okay, Ashley, oh, do we is, know it? That is, wow. That is tough. <laughs> I'm going to go with Here I Go Again, White Snake. There we go. Full point. My <laughs> very first memory in life is seeing Tawny Katane doing cartwheels over those Jaguars. Your, like, first your first memory, memory. of life. It's it's like it was your MTV. Face. Yeah. I'm almost 23 <laughs> years old, 22. You know, they were watching MTV back. You know, like all my early memories are revolve around music, which, funny here we are now. All right, so you got three points, actually. You just need one more, and you will win the game today. Here we go, 30 seconds on the clock for this one. And they're okay. Will you tell us? They're okay. 
There's a sign in the window, this struck you, a crescendo when he, he came into your apartment, the blood stains on the carpet. Then he went to the bedroom, he was struck down, it was your doom. Annie, are you okay? So Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? So Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? You've been hit by, you've been hit by. And we'll stop it right there. Only 117 views on that bad boy, believe it or not. <laughs> Ashley, for the win, so do you know it? Smooth criminal, Michael Jackson. There it is. So there was a lyric in there that I never knew. Something about crescendo, Annie. I always just was a one half new Annie. I never knew that that was a crescendo. You learned something today from I that did. beautiful piece of art from In Escape. Now 118 views. <laughs> what this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Kind of crazy to think that Jamie Foxx is still in a rehab facility. So thankfully he's on the mend. He's been getting round-the-clock treatment at this facility in Chicago while his family is by his side. But, you know, we're seeing like a number of people that are very close to him, his daughter and his close friends, going to visit him over the weekend. Um, you know, still not in- entirely sure what sort of treatment that he is getting in Chicago, but we know the facility offers people who are recovering from strokes and spinal injuries, even cancer treatment. Because it was something that was obviously fairly sudden, it seems like it could be potentially a stroke, but no need to really speculate on that. I'm just glad he's on the mend. Yeah, man. Glad he's getting better. Glad that, you know, you're, you're able to rehab. You know, I mean, obviously a scary situation for everybody involved. And, you know, Jamie Foxx, you know, I feel like this guy's been around our entire life. You know, I mean, I remember watching him when I was a little kid on In Living Color. Yeah. And then being blown away when he, you know, got into Ray. And we yeah. found out that he had a single with Kanye. Kanye. That's what like, I was just thinking. Yeah. I was like, like, this guy's an incredible singer, too, on top of being <laughs> yeah, charismatic and yeah. funny and everything else. Uh, have you seen the preview for the new movie with him and Will Ferrell called Strays? I have. It looks pretty good. It does. Uh, like, they voice dogs and but it's rated r so it's like a pretty edgy comedy oh that's hilarious and we need more r-rated comedies yeah we really do and you know what if you're gonna have two r-rated actors you know and again you know at this point jamie fox i don't know if he's considered to be more of a serious actor because you know obviously all the big roles he's that he's had range. but his roots are go back to you know in living color so you've yeah. got an in living color and an snl alum i'm in so this actually kind of makes sense to me. Uh, Netflix has hired Arnold Schwarzenegger as its chief action officer. That's not a real job. No, I mean, you think about, you know, we see it all the time in sports, right? Like the, <laughs> the former quarterback or whoever it is, a recognizable face, gets put on TV as an analyst and they just sit there and, you know, give you their perspective on things because they've been doing it for their entire sure. lives. And as far as action stars go, there was nobody bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, yeah, you got True Lies, Terminator, Conan the Barbarian. Last action hero. I've never Commando. seen The Terminator. And Predator. I watched the, uh, the trailer for it the other day. So I feel like I've actually seen it. I take that back. But um, I did not know he was the bad guy. And number one, he's the bad guy. And number two, he's the good guy. Oh. And number two, and you know what? Like right now with all your throwbacks, use your illusions too. you know, the Guns and Roses, which was basically the soundtrack to that movie. Go back. You could skip one. I mean, one is a classic, but two was, I thought, you know, peak Terminator. Just go watch Terminator 2 and enjoy the beautiful sounds of Axl Rose. Attribute him to Jingle All the Way. Him and Sinbad. You're right. (laughs) Classic. This is classic. 
So Kurt Cobain had his smashed guitar sold for nearly $600,000. Wow. Yeah, so the, it was broken and then reassembled. It belonged to Kurt Cobain. was actually signed by the members of Nirvana. Uh, but they uh, they sold that one um, for $595,000 at auction. I mean, that seems about right. Now, if you think that's a lot of money, last year it was a 1959 Fender Mustang that he played in the Smells Like Teen Spirit video. Uh-huh. So you remember that iconic I mean, that's smashing? the most iconic yeah. Nirvana video of all time, usually considered to be one of the best, three best videos ever. You're not going to like the uh, the price or the purchaser of that one. Oh, God, tell um, me it wasn't Jim Ursay. It was Jim Ursay. God, no. Jim Ursay of the, 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 the cult sucks. Yeah. How much did he pay for it? $4.5 million. Oof. Ooh. I mean, that seems about right, too. How did Jim Ursay get all of his money? He doesn't seem like he's shrewd enough to have that much Betting money. Betting against the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, we know that you love a nap more than almost anyone in this world. And, and Audrey's kind of been encroaching on your space. You know, she's been doing a lot of a lot of afternoon napping recently. She's seen the way. Yeah. You know, you taught her. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't. Hey, you know what? I don't. You can. You can. We can. We can. We can nap our way to the top. We don't have to sleep our way to the top, Audrey. We're gonna nap our way. You to know the what? Top. You guys are mentors in two different ways to me, Dave. The jeans on, get to work style, and Mahoney, you teaching me all of the ways of comfort, self care, yes, self care, and, and and relaxation. <laughs> when Audrey first it. joined this show, it was very much like the first time that we saw Baby Yoda on the Mandalorian with. Audrey in her little pod, and Mahoney there with his mask on. He said, this is the way. I am, Baby Yoda. Yes, you are. Yes. Floating along in your little orb. Grogu, call me that. Uh, but, interestingly enough, uh, Mahoney has leveled up once again in the napping world. What happened this weekend? Dave, I'll tell you this. So, I've been taking a lot of, like, weekday naps with the wife. Or not weekday, but weekend naps with the wife during the day. And, you know. So, your wife naps with you. She started, like, on oh, the weekends. She's, you know, it's like, especially, like, the end of the school year, these sorts of things. It's like, man, like, weekends, lots been going on. So, we're we're tired these days. So, like, usually on a Saturday, we'll wake up pretty early, go walk for, like, four miles, go get breakfast. And then right around that time, it's like 11, 30, 12. And that's a perfect time a for like, nap? Yeah. you know, like a, yeah, a nice, a nice nap. She takes about a 45 minute nap. I take about three hours, <laughs> a little bit different. But one of the things that I've cha- found that has changed my life when it comes to afternoon weekend napping is I bought a sleep mask. You were talking about this. You said that the sleep mask, I mean, I guess it makes sense that the naps is where it, it works the best because a lot of times yeah, it's at night I don't really need it. Maybe yeah. if you have a partner who sleeps with the TV on or a light or they read, see nothing. But we we just sleep in the dark, so yeah. I don't use a mask, and it doesn't really bother me that much. But like during the day, there's a fair more uh, there's a fair amount of light in the afternoon. So like wearing a sleep mask, especially if you find a comfortable one from our friends over there, cheeks. Uh, not sponsored, but should I was going to say, are we sponsored no, with our friends be, over there? They need to. <laughs> uh, the people I've spent a whole lot of money with. Uh, but I started wearing this, and it's been a game changer. But my wife and I were laying in bed, Audrey, and she's t- having a conversation. We're talking about something. But we're, like, in bed prepared for this nap. And I've kind of got my sleep mask just over the top of my forehead, you know, just ready to go, locked and loaded, yeah. almost like a fighter pilot. Slide it down when all and, of a sudden instead you know, of a dog fight outside. And so we're just talking, and I just kind of like subconsciously just kind of like lower the mask <gasps> lower while the we're talking. I mean, we're laying down, and I like lower the, lower the shades. And she's like, did you really just like – 
black me out. That and, signals absolute disinterest. I was listening, but I'm like, <laughs> here's the thing. I'm listening. I'm listening to her talk, and we're having a conversation. I was just so taking say, the light away, and she was just like, what? Is this is this how you're going to end every conversation from here on out? <laughs> like you're just slowly closing the veils. <laughs> I, could, I could see you doing that. Yeah. Just anytime that there's any sort of responsibility that came up in life. She's like, hey, will you take the trash out? You're like, 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 you're like the Imperial this is my ostrich move. <laughs> like, what would yours? What would be your exit song be? Like your outro? Would it be like something <laughs> like out of a Scorsese <laughs> film? Like, no. <laughs> it's just uh, you know, like nice island music. That's island you, music. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like Jimmy. Buffett like throw a ukulele in there, and I'm falling straight like a asleep. Xylophone. Boop 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 boop. <laughs> so, Steel drum. Here, here's the real, here's the real question. Uh, did you raise the mask back up when she called you on it? I did not. <laughs> you were <laughs> just laying Nap time there. started. <laughs> yep. We have begun. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So I saw a squirrel stealing food from a bird feeder yesterday, and it got me thinking, do animals have morals? Is stealing wrong in the animal kingdom, or is it just survival of the fittest? Message Dude, nature is just metal, it man. Is. It's crazy. There's no remorse in nature whatsoever. I couldn't figure out how to explain it to my kids. We were out at the lake one day, and there was some ducks, and there's like a male and a female duck, and they had a little piece of bread that they were feeding these ducks and it was a really cute thing but my kids couldn't understand why the mallard kept eating all of the bread and not leaving any for his partner and they're like daddy why does the boy duck keep eating all of the food because he would like violently push the other duck out of the way and you're like you guys are little life duck partners and you don't give a duck humans are the only ones with societal order yeah i mean i don't even know if monkeys really that's not that's not true penguins Penguins have order. Ah, uh, that's true. They so, do. So, so do so do so do like orangutans. Monkeys. I was just gonna say. I think Gorillas. monkeys among apes, the great apes. But they're but I mean, basically like, us. They'll just kill each other. Penguins have order. Oh yeah. Pe- did you never see March of the Penguins with Morgan Freeman? I mean, <laughs> I think I did, but I must not remember anything about they the got a emperor whole penguins. society going on down Let there. Let me give you another example. Is we have little L the dog in studio here, little which is Elmo. Audrey's little dog. She's just mm-hmm. sweet as could be. Yes. And she mostly just kind of naps and then Audrey will pick her up and she'll give her a little bit of love. And then not that long ago I looked over and she was just absolutely raw dog humping the hell out of that monkey. She's got a little pet monkey on the floor. So she just goes from napping to power hump back to now. I had to look that up because she's a girl. Mm-hmm. I was like, why is she humping? Like, why is she humping like that? And she's asserting her dominance. Is that what it <laughs> so, is? Over that monkey. <laughs> she's like, I, this is my, this is me now. You know, thank look God into that, my eyes, that monkey man. Make, it, make its way into human society where you just got to go up and just power hump somebody to show that I'm in charge here. Because <laughs> they're, they're, they're the same color. The monkey and her are the same color, which is kind of funny. They're both red. Like, yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, what are you, do you think that this is just another dog? And you're just like, yes, this is my studio. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> so weird. So last night, I swear I wasn't high, which I, I probably should have been, but I was outside smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. And Speaking of humping, <laughs> where did this thought come nature from? Nature is metal. That's okay. where, that's where we're following that thread. I'm smoking a cigar, and I open up my sliding door. Yeah. And a big-ass grasshopper gets in 
There's, my a, house. there's a lot of grasshoppers this time of year. The grasshopper apocalypse is upon us. Uh huh. And one of them gets into my house. And, and so, this is a big old. So I mean, he's like the size of Audrey's dog. That's you're such a liar. I mean, that's a <laughs> weighs at least three pounds. A three pound grasshopper, sure. Okay. You know, probably two feet by one feet wide. Uh huh. Yeah. Size of a boomerang. But, you know, I'm living alone right now, and I'm like, I can't have this grasshopper in my house. You can't. Because he's wife's just sitting not there, there on the counter. You. Like, he owns the place. But he's just looking. But he's also kind of like, maybe a little confused. And I'm like, I got to kill you. There's no way you I killed let, the grasshopper. There's no wife? way I let you live, or there's no way I can like if I I, I thought about him like well, grasshoppers really aren't that bad, but he's gonna make some noises in the night where I probably keep me up. So I had to like you, I had to, you murder the grasshopper. What is wha- wrong with you? I had you? to whack him with one of those like home magazines. Oh no! And I felt so bad because then I was sitting on my like the edge of my couch after I murdered this grasshopper. Uh huh. And I'm just like, is this what? If there is a higher power, would they? Judge me. Why is my life more valuable than the grasshoppers? Were you nervous you were going to get smited for life? a grasshopper b- Are you brutality? Sh- you're sure you, you were I was high. not high. I mean, unless that, that cigar was stuffed with something I don't know about. Please leave a message after the tone. How can you eat meat if you call yourself an animal lover? You love your dog like your kid, but you can go out and eat a baby bird or animal? How? I just don't get it. First off, we don't eat baby birds. We eat unborn birds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. That is the eggs. And it's called cognitive dissonance. We like to separate these things, and we don't put those two things together. I can believe one thing. If I see it made, that becomes real. Same way I gamble. Like, if I'm gambling and I win a whole bunch of money and then I lose it, it doesn't really feel like anything. It was never your money. It was never my money until it was deposited. Until you put it in the bank account. If I'm seeing how these animals are murdered, which I will never watch any of those videos. We did, and it messed us up. That's what made my wife a vegetarian Mm -hmm. like 15, 20 years ago. It took her that long to start eating fish Again. Well, and we also had the cognitive dissonance to understand or to lack of understanding that we didn't think that animals were super sentient beings until like really recently. Like we didn't give I mean, lobsters hey. sentient being uh, clout in until recently. We were just putting them in boiling but, pots of water. But let's just still, still don't. We still, still, we, we, we okay, still don't. Lobsters. Yeah. And here's oh, where no. we start. Here's how nature is. Feelings, dude. At least just nah. like, give them like a proper killing. It depends on how cute you are versus how tasty you are. Yeah. There is a equation that exists in nature. Cows. Dogs are super, super cute. My guess is probably not very tasty. So thus they live. They're our best friends. That's great for them. Cows, on their hand, really cute, but also really, really tasty. You're so, tastier than you are cute. So you're gone. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Chickens, tasty, ugly. No, same, same thing with pigs. I like chickens. Yep. Yeah. Love pigs. Pigs, are. they always say like pigs are smart as smart as toddlers, and you're like, shouldn't have been so delicious. Are. Nope, not cute enough. Too tasty. That's on you. That is that is nature's way of uh, thinning the herd. This is the most evil conversation. Mm. That's a- you know what I want right now? Some thick-cut bacon. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. What do you think about creepy things that you can do in someone's house? Like breaking into someone's house and putting their pajamas on. Doesn't oh, that no. feel like such a violation? Oh, yeah. such a violation. That's horrible. That actually happened to Owen Wilson. What? Yeah, there was somebody that broke into his house. People, uh, the police say that there was somebody that uh, was an intruder that went into his house and promptly, which is strange, put on his sleepwear. What does Owen Wilson wear to bed? I don't know. They didn't what describe are it. pajamas that Owen Wilson has bought? 
Do you think he's got like the traditional pajama pants and that like just like a like a pajama shirt? Or you think he's like walking around like Ebenezer Scrooge with I, like a yeah. top hat For and some like reason, a gown? Yes, I think I think he's got matching pajamas <laughs> that have his like initials embroidered on them. I don't know why I think that about Owen Wilson, wow. but I do. Wow. What a great cloth. Like somebody gave him a pair of fancy pajamas and he went, wow. Oh, yeah. They they got those little piping around the cuffs. Oh, yeah. Fancy rich dude pajamas. Fancy rich dude pajamas. They should make a absolute clothing line called that. Do you guys wear like fancy pajamas? I've got a pair of fancy rich dude pajamas. You do? Yeah. I bought bought them from Brooks Brothers. You You bought it yourself? Yeah. When I got out of the hospital, like that was the first thing I bought. Okay. So explain that. I don't know. I was in a hospital for 10 days, and uh-huh. I was like, I hated being in the hospital for 10 days. And so I knew I was going to be, like, laying around the house for, like, a month after. So I was like, well, I should lay around in luxury. So mm-hmm. I bought some, and I was like, I kind of always wanted fancy rich dude pajamas. So I bought some fancy rich dude pajamas from Brooks Brothers. Can I ask how much the fancy rich dude pajamas cost? $150. Okay. Per set? For a set, yeah. Oh, okay. I got them on sale. Audrey, do you have... Like pajama sets. I have pajama sets, but they're like cutie pajama sets. If that makes sense, they're not like expensive, but like the silk ones or the ones that are like uh, patterned that match on the top and bottom. Are they meant to be sexy, or that's just like they're just like? Um, I think that like some are meant to be sexy, but I mean they're just like tank tops and shorts. You know what I mean? They're comfortable. Yeah, they're like comfy. I mean that I think that some are viewed as lingerie, but they don't they don't look like twenty twenty three lingerie. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, they're just comfy. I don't have any matching pajama sets. I mean, None? When I think about pajamas, I've, I've got like 10. I've got I've got a really weak pajama game. I never really thought about if that. If my boyfriend were to crawl into bed beside me in a matching pajama set, I would think we were 100 years old. Retiring. That's, that's, you know, that's how you know it's love at that point. No, man. That's how you know you're comfortable. You're comfortable with your person. You know, I no. like, look at look at. I got a pajama. I got a loungewear and pajama page pulled up on Neiman Marcus, which is a fancy rich person site. Is that look a at these, robe? Look, look, they got robes. Okay. Look at these fancy rich much, dude pajamas. How much is a, a high end robe going for? Uh, this robe, it's a Versace robe, which is ugly as hell. It's like six hundred bucks. But a uh, a men's piped pajama set, which you think those dark blue and it's got the like the white piping. Yep. Stunning. Or, this one's silk. This one's two hundred ninety five dollars. Wow. And I feel like I should order it right now. You should not. Uh, to make this situation with Owen Wilson even scarier, his assistant was at the house, didn't know the intruder was there. Did her pajamas came, get stolen too? No, but came face to face with this dude wearing Owen Wilson's pajamas. Oh, and then she had to do a double take because she was like, wow, I thought that was you, Owen. And they both screamed set. and ran out of the house in different directions, but they they, they caught the guy. Thankfully. Also, I love how they were like, didn't know my assistant was here. Sure. Mm-hmm. Seems a little suspicious. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There is a certain person, a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? You know, the internet can be a pretty negative place if you go to the wrong corners. Uh, We do it for you, so you don't have to. There's a lot of complaining, a lot of people just venting, screaming about things into the abyss of the internet, thinking that it's going to make a difference, even though it probably won't. Dave, we live currently in the Karen and Darren apocalypse, where no slight can be untyped. They will speak to each and every manager. Uh, this first one is for Pop the Knot. It is a wedding planning business. Pop the Knot? Pop the Knot, yeah. I hate that <clears throat> name. That's a dumb name. Okay. I mean, I'll give them a 
bad review just because it's a dumb name. Uh, four and a half out of five stars. Taylor said five out of five stars. We used Pop the Knot for our intimate wedding in June, and we worked with Michelle to help us plan it out. Wow, the whole experience, start to finish, was phenomenal. Okay. James C. said five out of five. Had a small ceremony in New York City a few weeks ago. Everything was completely easy thanks to Pop the Knot. Uh, Karen, who is rather poetic, did not have a great experience. Said one out of five stars. Choose the harshest punishment you can find over using this website for your wedding needs. For example, if you have an opportunity to spend the winter in Siberia, or perhaps a few summer months in the pest-ridden, hazardous, life-threatening jungles of the Amazon basin, jump all over these opportunities in lieu of plainly ruining your life by having to deal with the horrendously bad website developed by Pop the Knot. If you use this site, you better be ready to find a divorce attorney. It's never going to work out. Ooh, I don't <laughs> like that manifestation of divorce. <laughs> Thanks to Pop the Knot. Look, I get that wedding times can be stressful, but um, I would think I'd rather use a website than go to Siberia in the winter. What was the, uh, what's the other, uh, Honey Fund? Honey, honey fund. fund. I know I've sent a bunch of money to people with Honey Fund. You've never seen that before? That's where you. Did like, I send you money people. on Honey Fund? Yeah, man, I'm divorced, though, dude. <laughs> Can I get a refund? So, like, yeah, dude, Can I, get I a didn't honey want to refund? bring it up because then, like, what do I owe you money now? Yeah, it didn't yeah, work the out. Wedding doesn't work out. You got to pay him back. That's See, how it works. Man, that sucks. <laughs> uh, and the, yeah, the, the last review here is from a Darren. So, we have a Karen okay. and a Darren feature today. Darren's are the male equivalents of Karen. And, you know, just think of the short. I mean, just tightest crew cut you've ever seen in your life. This is Sangrius Mexican Grill in Appleton, Wisconsin. And uh, it's got four and a half out of five stars as well. Julia said five out of five starred. The uh, the food looks and tastes amazing. Hilarious and fantastic service. Hilarious. Which is an interesting way of describing service as, as hilarious. I mean, I like it when you have a funny server, but not a server who's trying to be funny. Well, it's a fine yeah. line. It's a fine line. That's her. Ross said five out of five stars, fantastic Mexican cuisine. The prices at first glance seem high, but then you get all that meat. <laughs> okay. And they will take you to the guacamole or they'll bring it to your table. And it's fantastic. Love tableside guac. Easily the best Mexican restaurant in the Fox Valley. Uh, Darren S., not impressed, said one out of five stars. I will recommend a place that is this awful to absolutely no one. I would rather roll naked in a thorn bush. It took them over five minutes to bring us chips and salsa, and only then did they ask for our drink orders. Before we could tell them what crappy food we wanted to order, the waiter walked away. Where are you going, bro? Finally, when we got our entrees, they only bothered to give one side of salsa verde. Also, they didn't even offer any vegan options, so this restaurant hates vegetarians. Maybe they just ran out of, like, the fake cheese, man. Or maybe they're like me and hate vegetarians. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney is paranoid that he is being cast as the messy person here at work. We got an email from the market controller, and it was one of those emails that I feel like everyone's gotten at work where it's just a reminder, like, hey, clean up after yourselves, because I guess there's been some messes in the break room recently. And Mahoney, for whatever reason, well, actually, I know the reason, because you're the world's most paranoid man. Very paranoid. You think that it's about you. Dave, we're the new people here at the station, and this building has been here. Most of the people in the building have been here for years and years and years and years and years and years and they all know each other we are the new addition to the equation and so yesterday when we got that email you know i i started to think and i'm like because i make coffee in the break room every single day but i make sure to clean up after myself and i get in 
after seeing that email after uh, you know over uh, you know over the evening and the break room is a disaster i mean it is messy could be i don't know what happened in there but i just assume that everybody thinks that it was us did it just look like a frat party it looked like there was just stuff all over that we have like white granite countertops in there mm. it's a really nice break room but it's covered in like coffee it's covered in like this other brown like maybe it was ice cream i don't know what was but it was all over the floor it was all over the counters the so floor. so since i got in early i was in there i scrubbed probably for 15 to 20 minutes making sure that everything was in everything was clean because I think that they think that it was us because was this go was this problem going on before we were here? Oh, I we don't know. know but of we don't know. No, we just got an email. Yeah, we and we're the new email. people, so Okay, so the messiest maybe person Maybe we don't know the policies. The messiest person that you've ever worked with. Jeff is on the phone. How's it going, Jeff? Hey, good. Hey, so uh, a guy I used to work with um, in the pest control industry, he used to drive our pre-treat truck. And he used to keep a, a hard hat full of chew spit. Oh, oh my God! Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, so as somebody from the South who grew up around basically Gatorade bottles filled with dip spit, yeah. that is probably the top tier, most foul thing I've ever heard. There's, there's no stability to it. Oh it's gonna tip over. <laughs> Jeff, that's terrible, yeah, man. Dude, we'd be driving down the freeway. And it was splosh. It was so oh disgusting. my god, like, that is foul. Nobody wanted to touch it either, dude. Like, yeah. Oh, so what would you do if you needed to put the hat on? Hey man, like, ocean. Oh, we're getting fined by OSHA today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we're getting fined by OSHA because that thing is not going anywhere near my body. No way. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I just wanted to say how much I love listening to your show every day. In fact, I love it so much, I'm honestly considering getting tattoos of all three of you on my back. Keep up the great work. Message deleted. Do it in Mount Rushmore style. And also, don't yeah. do just the three of us. Make sure to get everybody on the show. You got Chris, you got Jordan. Get all and everybody. the and dogs. We have a mascot now since uh, yep. Elmo's Elmo. in the studio. So, yeah, get uh, get all, all six of us on your back. And I, I think the bigger the better, honestly. Yeah, we're not one of those shows that's like, no, don't tattoo our faces on your body. Tattoo our faces on your face. <laughs> tattoo me so I know it's real. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I should prove you, prove that you love us. You can sit here and call the voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY anytime and say it. Prove it. I want it large as well. I don't want mm-hmm. small Rushmore. No. Mount, large, XL, Actual Rushmore. size. Yes. Yeah. I, lifestyle. Life, life, life size. Life, 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 yeah, life size. <laughs> okay, good. Please leave a message. I couldn't say lifestyles because those are condoms, and I don't know anything about that. <laughs> condoms? <laughs> no. Who, who wears one of those? <laughs> no, I mean the lifestyles. If you were if oh. if in a, if you were in getting ready to have a romantic encounter with somebody. Somebody bust out a lifestyle condom. Just leave. I, just, I thought you were going to say just somebody were to bust. Out a condom and yeah. like, oh no, a lifestyle <laughs> <Mood> ruiner. <laughs> <laughs> what a downer you are, stranger. You- so like, how competitive is your job? I know you have all the ratings and stuff, but you're not like salespeople where you have to meet quotas or anything, right? Explain that. Message deleted. Yeah, no, our job is incredibly specialized, and that's what makes it so difficult. So if they decide to fire us from this radio station. Is there a whole bunch of other jobs? Like, you certainly can't walk across the street and start working for a different company. So you have to leave town and go somewhere else. And then how many good places are there that you actually want to live and work? So, yeah, this has got to work. Yeah, there's like maybe four places in the U.S. we want to live. 
for an extended period of time. And we've already lived in two of them. Yes. <laughs> so we've got like low. two places left if we get fired. So we're uh, we're going to be on our best behavior. Certainly going to try uh-huh. from here on out. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. I recently tried to make homemade kombucha, and I ended up creating a science experiment gone wrong. Yeah. I don't think I'll be trying that again anytime soon. Message it, like, deleted. explodes. For uh, those of you who don't know what kombucha is. I don't. Yeah, what, I was going to ask that? you, what is that? So it's like a live, almost like probiotic or something. It's like what you would find in yogurt, sort Probiotics. of. Probiotics. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's something to do with fermentation as well. What kind so of hipster like nonsense mind, is this? Why are you it, making this at home? Exactly. So you can do your own at home because it's fermented something that creates, like, fermented probiotics. So, like, beer? So beer's good? Like, that's yeah, since it, it's fermented? It has a very minor amount of alcohol in it. Did you so, catch what you're saying there? What? Fermentated. Fermented? <laughs> Fermented. That's like, that's like, is that like the Arnold, uh, you know, uh, you know, we got Jamie Man. Lee Curtis yeah. doing those Activa uh, yogurt spots. Yeah, yeah. So we need to get Arnold to uh, talk about kombucha and he can ferminate it. Fermented. <laughs> he is the ferminator. Is <laughs> David Mahoney. So Audrey, I'm not going to say that you're the most dramatic person that I know, but you're up there. Dave. Yes. Where is this going? Well, because you... Feel an attack coming on. It's not an attack. It's just an observation that you were, especially when you were about to turn 30, it was the end of the world. Oh my God, I'm getting so old. But now it You've seems like you You've known me for so long. And now that you're closer to 40, how do you feel? Ah, oh my God, I'm still closer to 30 than I am to 40. That's so foul. Uh, but you're on your way. And, you know, look, I, I actually, I, I see aging as you're leveling up. Not everyone gets the privilege of getting older. It's a good thing. And I, it seems like you're starting... What do you what do you have that look on your face? That is no, I'm not leveling up. Yeah, yeah, but I don't feel like that at it, all. It, it feels like you're starting to embrace it. Sure. I yeah. mean, you the other day told us that you got some new shoes. I did. What kind of shoes are they? So I was going through this moment, like we were just talking about, where I was feeling really old and I did a whole haul. Like, I got rid of a bunch of clothes, a lot of my skinny jeans. They're gone. I got rid of all the skinny jeans. And I also feel like it's just trying to figure out. Is that an old thing or that's just like the style is evolving and skinny jeans are on the way out? I I think that if you're wearing skinny jeans, it's dated. Okay, yeah. It doesn't necessarily make it look like you're, it's like not a bad look. You got to be like a model to look good in like super skinny jeans or the the low rise jeans. Oh my gosh, the low rise, no, okay, that's a whole nother thing. Like I'm not on the low rise (laughs) trend just yet. Like I mean, because I got like, I got, maybe after the gym comes back into my life, but no. Anyway, so I went through a haul, I got rid of a bunch of clothes, and as I've been out and about, um, you know, in the wild recently, I've kind of been peeking at what some of the youths are wearing and on their feet. And I'm not really seeing too many shoes that I own. Like, I'm not really seeing a lot of the uh, Air Maxes or uh, Air Forces really anymore. Oh, that is so funny. I interpreted this as you embracing getting older, but no. this is a full uh, wardrobe recycle yes. where the new balances are coming back in style, even though those have traditionally been kind of like dad shoes. Old school, yeah, right? It, and they've been popular for about, we'll go on like for two summers, I feel like I've seen it, or maybe even three summers that I've seen, but it's the trickle effect of, like you said, it's like the 80s retro shoe. Like I'm seeing the 80s retro Reeboks in style, yeah. which I mean, my brothers had those for years and I was just always like, okay, dork, but they're cute now. Yeah. Like I'm kind of 
revamped that, but I'm trying to so what makes take them- pieces of youth and make it into like a 31 year old style, which is hard. It's tough. So you're you're still trying to keep up with the trend, like Mahoney. Casually. I feel like you and I have, have reached the the level in life where you're like, I'm I don't care what's trendy, comfort I, overall. I care what's comfortable. Yeah, I like mean, shoes. I mean, no, and Nikes. Shoes sure. I mean, we're gonna wear Nikes. Yeah, but I'm, I've always been like a Nike guy, right? And that's how I grew up, and yeah. that was kind of the big boom for Nike and everything else. So well, Nikes are still in style. I'm just saying, I'm noticing a lot more of other brands. That's so peak. funny. I thought you were embracing your your old age, but no, it's not the case at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're still old shoes. It's yeah. not like they're like super youthful shoes. So when you put these new shoes on, do you say hello, fellow youths? <laughs> hello, youths. Look at me. <laughs> You're gonna. I'm gonna show you these shoes, and you are going to have like a visceral reaction. I already know you are. These are the ones. I got them in all white. Yeah, I mean, those, uh, are, those, those are, are dude those shoes. Like, just classic are. old, old as new. You know, I mean, yes. if you think about that, like everything that is just kind of classic. Has come like Jordan ones have never gone. I mean, maybe to the youth, they're they're uncool, but to the guys who are forty, I was wearing a pair yesterday. Yep, love them. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. Have you guys ever had that situation where you're sitting in a public space, maybe it's at an airport or something like that, and all of a sudden you get a request for an airdrop from somebody you don't know? Had that happen quite a few times, being on an airplane or even at a baseball game. So this guy uh, thought it was really funny to uh, send a whole bunch of strangers an airdrop of uh, his junk, and it turns out the authorities disagreed. That was not funny. Yeah, not cool, bro. So he uh, was arriving at this complex, it was an apartment complex, uh, to apply to potentially live there. Uh-huh. While he was filling out the application, employees started to receive airdrop notifications where another iPhone was attempting to send photos. <laughs> this dude's like, it'd be what? one thing if it was like you're on a bus or whatever, you're never going to see these people psychopath. again. It's a whole other thing and be like, hey, you work at this complex that I'm trying to move into. And sure enough, they were like, okay, yeah, they're curious what the contents were. But the reason why, like, I mean, if there's kids around or something like yeah, that, you, you don't, don't know, know who it's going to, to yeah. all of that. I mean, it's just. Also, what a weird move. You're not even, like, signed in as a leasing, uh, as you're a leaser. Yet, right? Yeah. yeah, you're like, you, what? I can't even fathom if I was sitting on the opposite side and just being like, there's only you and me in a room. It's like a fart. It's like only you and me in this it. room. I know yes. who did it. It's, uh, it wasn't me. I don't have a wiener. I have, I, <laughs> I, I've never heard of this before, but uh, he was arrested and charged with digital indecent exposure. Yep. So yep. I didn't even know that was a thing. That is a, it makes sense, but yeah. Uh, I have a I have a feeling he's going to get more than airdropped uh, things while he's uh, serving time. So, But yeah. do you serve time for that? Because I really, truly don't know. For an airdrop Depends boinker? on. I mean, I don't know. As far as... Depends on how many... Because I get for revenge porn, you go to jail. But, but I, I mean, don't know if that would be constituted as, like, that type of... If it's you your first offense, you'll probably get probation. But if you have more than one, you know, there are probably Is this, like, be. new age flashing? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, there's something wrong with it. He was arrested on DUI charges after crashing, uh, and he uh, got a DUI. Uh, the, the big problem here is that he uh, was drunk driving his semi... Oh. On the interstate in Florida. Well, better than meth, so it, there's that. It occurred at 8.40 a.m. Probably not. The 42-year-old driver traveled off the road and through the guardrail, and it spilled his whole semi full of frozen food. How are you drunk at 8.40 a.m.? Man, Dude, food costs are too high right now for it that. It better not have been those Tostino's party pizzas. There would be no party. <laughs> Could oh, you imagine having a Tostino's 
minus the party, and Some, it's just pizza. Those, those delicious Marie calendar chicken pot pies oh. all over the highway. Guys, I believe it's Tyson to- chicken it's nuggets. Totinos, not toast. Nah, Totinos. man, it's Totinos. It's, no, there's no S in there. It's Totinos. That's it's a Berenstein Bernstein Bears uh, situation. No, it's you not. always They're, correct this, and cannot, I think you are the anti-party. You're, you're adding letters. It is already perfect. Stop trying we, to change it. Stop shaming people over forty who love pizza rolls. Do, do people do, do that? Feel there like is a shamed? stigma that is attached to when I am at the grocery store buying some Tostinos pizza rolls that I get a look every time for the people behind me. They probably think it's for your kids, not for you, no, which is you kind of stop funny. Lying. You're, you're saying that people shame you. Just say your wife does it. It's fine. The guilt. People, Dave. Uh-huh. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I recently went on a road trip and found a gas station that had a petting zoo with a miniature donkey. Mm. Needless to say, I spent more time with the donkey than pumping gas. Message deleted. So, Mahoney, you are the the person in this room that loves a high end gas station when you're on a road Dude. trip. You will uh, you will seek them out. Sometimes you'll even plan road trips around the gas stations. Yeah, I mean, depending on the part of the country that you're in, you know, in like Texas, it's Bucky's. You know, in the Midwest and out west, a little bit quick trip. Mavericks are also really nice, mm-hmm. but I like places that I know that I can go sit down in their bathroom and not feel like I'm. Uh, they think I'm doing meth or heroin in the bathroom. So th- there's some of them that take it too far, though. And I know that I, I don't know if it's Bucky's or not because I haven't spent a lot of time in Bucky's. But the ones that have the showers, and I know that no, those are truck stops those are like TNAs. Yeah, like yeah. I stop at a fair amount of truck stops as well because they're incredibly clean. Actually, some are, some are. Yeah, but it, I, it's it's hit and miss. I just, I mean, I'm already a, like a nervous shower and pooper as it is. So I would never do that. Like, I, when I go to the gym, I would never shower at the gym. But you're also not trucking across America. No, that's that's fair. But I just can't imagine myself, even if I was trucking across America. You would stay stank for a whole uh, cross-country trip? Yeah. Instead of just showering, just, getting some Crocs, yeah, little, get little, some shower shoes, mm, go on in I mean, there. I mean, I wouldn't shower in you a gas even, station completely nude. No, you wear a bathing suit. I wouldn't feel comfortable okay. with my junk out. I would bathing wear... Suit. Shower, shower shorts. Shower shorts. Shower shorts. Shower, shorts. Shower, shower shorts. And you have to wear shower shoes. Otherwise, you And get... you got to go Crocs. Did I you, feel when, like they're the best shower shoe. When you lived, shower shoe. When you lived at the University of Kentucky, did you live in the go dorms? Cast. No, I did not. So I was 17 whenever I went to college, and I started off at a community college because mm-hmm. I did not know I was going to go to college. <laughs> and uh, so my parents were like, just take a credit, one class, see how you do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. And I failed. (laughs) But I had my own apartment. And that's why I failed because I was going out at 17, 18, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But all my friends were living in the dorms and I would go and I thought, wow, this is horrible and horrific. And a lot of people got planters warts on their feet. Mm, And that's how I figured out about shower shoes and your flip-flops, those stank flip-flops. The dollar ones from uh, Old Navy were also very popular as well. And you can throw them away. Red Baron in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, said there's a gas station in Georgia on I-16 that has a petting zoo as well. Even has emus and llamas and alpacas on occasion. And alpubies? Uh-huh. Alpacas. Alpacas, yeah. Isn't there a gas station between, uh, <laughs> like, near the Nevada-Arizona border that has, like, a shooting range? 
I don't know, but Come I think there is. Come get gas and shoot your guns. Yeah, yeah, I think it's on. America. <laughs> that is the most America thing ever. I bet their gas is $9 a gallon. <laughs> Diesel and bazookas. Bring it. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you ever found a $100 bill on the ground? I did when I was like 15. It was the greatest day of my life. I'm still chasing that high. Message I found deleted. a $20 bill once. I found a hundred in a pocket of mine, and I felt like I was rich. Bro, when you get that surprise twenty in your winter coat, you're like, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't want to one up. Idiot, ever. winter time, me idiot for leaving it in here. Yeah. How high was I when I put this jacket why away? Why would I ever leave? First of all, why would I ever have cash? Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to one up you guys, but I did find a whole ass four hundred one k that I didn't know I was invested in for ten years. You know what? That is a that is a one up. The only that, reason that I have one dollar to my name. Good for you. Yep. And it's, it's only because the company auto-enrolled you. It auto-enrolled yeah. me, and, and it so, auto-matched. And you were so irresponsible with your money, you had no, no idea where the money was even going. I'm glad I don't know how to take money out of it, because I would have. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. I don't want to get too gross, but I just tried a new recipe for pickled eggs, and uh, let's just say it did not agree with me. I don't know if I'll ever be able to eat eggs again. What's the weirdest food you've ever tried? Message deleted. I don't try weird food, brother. I, li- I know exactly what I like, and I eat that stuff all the time. So one of the Literally things every day. that are really weird to me that are still on the shelves that I can't believe are actually edible are pickled pig's feet. You ever eat a pickled pig's feet? No, dude. And I, I'm sure it's great. <laughs> For somebody who's like, wow, that's probably really good. No, I'm not nomming on some pig toes. That's not my thing, especially pickled, like just doused in vinegar. No, I'm good. I'll pass. Or uh, chicken's feet. Nope. Out. I am out. We were just talking about how gross human's feet are. I don't need to eat animals' feet that have actually been trudging through piles of poop. Do you think there's an alternative? Do you think there's an alternative universe where turkeys... Like, were the evolutionary alphas, and they ruled the world, and they have their own version of Disneyland, and they are walking around their turkey Disneyland carrying around human-ass legs, eating them? No, Mahoney, I don't, because that would have just been a raptor, and the dinosaurs no longer exist, and... Are you high right now? You imagine in that place? Because I am. Why? Scary as hell. Oh, God. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So we can all agree that Jeff Bezos is a very smart man. In fact, this week is when they made the big announcement that he had beat out Elon Musk for this new $3.4 billion contract with NASA and all that stuff. And as far as like the uber, uber rich people out there, uh, Jeff Bezos has made my life personally better just because he's offered me convenience. And I think about, you know, like people like Steve Jobs, you know, and same thing because I use Apple Apple products every every single day. I use Amazon almost every single day. Um, and I really do enjoy their service. Like, Elon Musk has not done anything for me. In fact, I've talked about how I hate Elon Musk because he ruined something that First I actually off, enjoy. PayPal sucks. Yeah. PayPal's the worst. Yep. Tesla, I love it or hate it, you know. Not for hasn't me. Hasn't done anything for me. SpaceX, Starlink, it'll get there. But it, you're right, Dave. Amazon, we use every single day. Every day. And I think that we can all agree that Jeff Bezos is a very smart man, right? Sure. I mean, you don't make a couple hundred billion dollars by being a dummy. He's a hot-balled man, too. I said it. So let me ask you guys, what in the hell is Jeff Bezos doing? He just got 
engaged. I mean, he's got to get a prenup <gasps> this time. Yay! Yeah, man, it's I fine. love love. Dude, Good he just them. went through the most expensive divorce in history. Did we just talk about this yesterday? Yes, we're we just talking about this. everything on the show, dude. I swear to God, when we talk about something, one week later, it happens. It's one day later. One day. Dave, he's going to see the differences. Back then, you know, he came from a family that, you know, had resources, but he wasn't super wealthy at the time. So, yeah, you go into a marriage with somebody, and Mackenzie Bezos was very accomplished on her own accord, you know. So, this time, it's going to be a little bit different because you can't go, like, you can't expect Lauren Sanchez, who's, you know, a beautiful, gorgeous, talented woman, to to go, like, yeah, man, I, I get you not wanting to have a, a, a prenup. He's going to be like, yeah. He's going to be like, it's my lawyer's. I'm sh- I'm sure that he is going to have a prenup, but still, like, hey, I mean, some know. people like love, man. I, just, like, I I hope you guys are right. I'm rooting for these two. Like we've said, Jeff Bezos doesn't seem, seem like they're a pair. Yeah, he doesn't seem. He quite just likes sinister. the party. He likes to wear unbuttoned shirts, go to Coachella, hang out on yachts, and so does she. So yeah. that's why they work. Yeah, man. Like whatever, live your life. And if you do want to give away half again, I guess it doesn't matter. See, he gave away half and he already got it all back and then some. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise. And he, uh, even if you lose half, it's not like he's going to be like going hungry. Yeah, he's not moving into a, a, you know, an hourly apartment. Paycheck to paycheck (laughs) or anything like that. But man, did you see see this ring that he put on her finger? Dang. I didn't see the ring. That's at least like what, five and a half, six minutes? That is more worth more than we'll make in our lifetimes. I mean, it, it is about the size. It's bigger than... Like it's a silver, it's the pinky. size of a silver dollar. Like yeah. something that big, I can imagine that she's gonna wear the real one. Oh, sure no. she will. No, man, no. No. That, that's sure. probably a million dollar ring. You don't wear, wear it. Nah, wear. absolutely. Nah. You are you're you gonna get a be... fake made as well, and you keep that real one what? in a. What are you talking safe? about? You're you're Lauren Bezos. You got security everywhere. You're well, on a five hundred million dollar. I mean, like, like what if you're what if you're swimming on that yacht and it falls in the ocean? True. The whole Kim Kardashian. You're Lauren Bezos. It doesn't matter. No man. Insured. You get that okay. James Cameron submarine to go down there and try to find it. Guys, There's Kim Kardashian insurance. literally got robbed of all of her jewels. I don't believe that happened. I think it was all fake. I feel like that was a setup. <laughs> no, that was that was absolutely real. But still, I mean, it, it can happen. But again, that was like a huge breakdown on Kim Kardashian's security. She had security yeah. and they just totally did not. I'm do their talking job. about losing it in the ocean while you're swimming. Again, big you, difference. You can get it insured. Mm-hmm. But it, Jeff Bezos. Lauren Sanchez, good luck. I'm sure this one will work out for the next two years. No, don't put a timestamp on a day. That's evil. I'm manifesting divorce. No. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs>